All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. We are recording on Monday, September 30th. I actually put out a little mini podcast today that explained why we, we were, why we were recording uh, at a late date. Your apartment flooded. Tell us about that really quick. You had actual sewage and feces and, you know, Yes, backup. it's been happening, man. Um, it's basically what it is, is is there's tree branches that are going through a pipe outside my apartment, which is causing it to back up. And occasionally overflow, and it overflowed inside the goddamn apartment, man. Luckily, we were here to kind of take care of it as it was coming out. But, yeah, last time that happened, it was actually the neighbors across the street that got a hold of our, like, um, neighbors slash roommates upstairs. You know, basically, they, they live in the apartment upstairs, and... It was flowing out our front door and into the street. <laughs> so they got a hold of them from across the street. They saw it. And they were like, hey, there appears to be shit water running out of your, your, your basement door and into the entire street. So, yeah, that, find, that, was a, that was a pretty messy cleanup. What I find insane about that is, uh, I guess you live in a city where everything is fucking built years and years ago. And I don't know how old uh, the apartments or complexes are, but here our house has a um, a flapped, like all the sewage pipes that lead, like when you flush a toilet and all water that leaves the house, um, there is a flap, um, backwater flap, that can only open one direction. Like, so if water starts to fill, go the other direction, all it does is apply pressure and, and seals it tighter so that it cannot get into the house specifically. Does that make sense? How you can, you, you put a spring load on so it'll only open one way. So if you push the wrong way, it actually pushes it closed harder. So no water can back up into our house. Yeah, that sounds like it would be good. But yeah, wh- whatever that thing is, we ain't got it or it's broke. And yeah, yeah totally right. Actually, it was kind of funny because... Um, when when that happened, I, th- I think it was the first time. So like the everything's parked, like the the cars are parked so tight you can't tell where a storm drain is, you know. And uh, so I I went out there, and I mean they like they have one, but it's down a little ways on the block, and you can't you can't see where any of them are. And so my girlfriend was like, I have this bucket out there, and she's like, throw it in the street, you know. And so I'm just dumping buckets full of shit water. Just like like raw sewage into the street. And it's so goddamn funny because it was just a fun little metaphor for this city. So like they'll they'll way overregulate a lot of shit. You, you know what I mean? Well, no pun intended on that, but um they'll so as I'm as I'm uh you know, throwing bucket after bucket into the street and just dousing the street in in, in human feces. Um, you know, a parking meter walked up and down the block and just kind kind of looked at me and was like, well. I don't have a box for that on my little machine. I guess I'm going to try to write somebody a $250 fine for being parked on the right side of the street on the wrong day or, you know, just something ridiculous. I even saw a fire marshal guy inspecting a thing across the street for a just some some vacant lot, you know, and, and, and he's like, you know, like the fancy... The guy who looks like he's been doing it for like 40 years and he's in like the, the firefighting car and he's in a suit. And he just kind of looked at me throwing a bucket of shit in the street. And he was like, ah, I got to make sure there's a hole dug so many feet away from a different hole. And um, I got I got nothing to do with the buckets of shit in the street. That's, uh, yeah, there should probably be a storm brain somewhere for that. But you, yeah, uh, it, was, it was so funny. 
You made me think of something. Like all all cities are about profit. Uh, you know the, the the parking enforcement's bullshit. When I lived in college, you reminded me of this. I, I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. I mean, it's only a, a two second story. Um, this was just found to be illegal by the Supreme Court. Actually, I don't know if you ever saw this, but are you familiar with parking uh, enforcement where they chalk tires? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can't do that anymore. Anybody that doesn't really? know, if you've never lived in a city, what the meter maid would do is drive down a line of cars with a piece of chalk on a uh, pole and just put chalk on the tire. And that way, if they drove back, drove by two hours later, it's not for parking meters. It's for residential parking where you can only park for two hours. Well, how do you keep track of the car? You put a tire, you put a chalk mark on the tire, and then if you drive back two hours later and you just look at cars that have chalk marks because those obviously haven't moved. Um, I got a ticket once and I got so pissed that I, I lived, I think three, four blocks from the college. So I bought a huge, not, not like a, a super soaker squirt gun, but one that had a big container and I would just walk to school and squirt off the chalk marks on the tires. And I have no idea sure. how much I cost the city, but that was my little revenge is for like several weeks. I was just so angry that I got a ticket that I'm like, all right, well, if I'm going to pay you this much, you're going to lose this much in revenue for the uh, for the chalk marks you did not get. <laughs> you, you know what? I, I, I just thought of this. Uh, I just thought of this. Maybe they would write less tickets for for you know, parking and just little things like that. If we we called the meter maids something cooler than meter maids, I think we, the rest of society, gave them a stupid title to their job. And they're like, fuck you, rest of society. Here's a $50 ticket for parking in a spot. I think we gave them something cool like, um, ooh, um, meteorologist, um, I, I, I think is a good one. It's, um, you know, maybe not that exact thing. I think that's already a job title, but something along that line. Not a meteorologist, a meteorologist, and 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 they're they're a meteorologist, and I, I think that's something that can get you laid because meter maid is not a title that gets anyone laid. Meteorologist, that's a good one. I think we should go with that. I think the problem is just, uh, but this shouldn't be a problem in New York because generally it's hey, cut taxes, cut taxes, to cut taxes. Well, those taxes pay for fucking schools and police and fire departments, so. They need to get the revenue back any way they can. And yeah, that's they're like, all right, uh, well, if the tax revenue has gone, we're going to fucking give you as many tickets as possible. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 what's going to happen. I mean, it, but no, they do. They still write a bunch of even though it's like a super progressive place where they're they're not all about cutting taxes or whatever. Oh, they love to write fucking parking tickets, man. They love that here. Yeah. All right. Well, Jake, we got two huge things to talk about this week. Two big things. Um, first of all, um, I don't know if it's most important, but first of all, we were wrong. Let's just jump in right there. We got it wrong. I got it wrong. You got it wrong. Last week, the Ukrainian Trump... Wait, you, Ukrainian... you going to tell me Charlie Epstein didn't really kill himself? Or Jeffrey Epstein, whatever that guy's name was? Charlie's his brother. He's innocent. He's a good man that lives in Colorado. How dare you besmirch his name? Where was he at the time of his brother's suicide? No one knows, but he's a good man. Wouldn't it be funny if there was a Charlie Epstein? No, yeah. last week, as we were recording, uh, the story broke of a new a whistleblower, Trump. We, we had just read it was the Ukraine. I dismissed it. You dismissed it. I said it's probably a business deal. I said he's probably trying to buy a build a Trump Tower because that's what he does. He's using his connections. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Boy, did we get that wrong. This shit blew up after our podcast recorded and posted. That became a huge story. It's it's pretty wild, man. I still am a little bit skeptical about this just because I I I, I don't know, man. I'm just a total cynic. And do I think well, he was wait, doing shady shit? Yes. Um, of, of the fact that they'll, they'll actually be able to make this stick, because as far as we know, there's not like a recording of this, right? They just have well, basically somebody who kind of gave them more or less transcripts of the call. And I, I think there's a good chance that he's going to basically get him and all of his, all of his basically cabinet members to be like, oh, that, those are false transcripts and blah, 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 blah. I, I think unless we get like a video or sorry, an, an audio recording of this, I, I don't think there's going to have a whole lot of luck making this stick well i have several thoughts one i think i think it is going to stick but what does that matter i i define stick because i don't think so the republicans circled the wagons immediately like they always do and oh, they're right. saying yeah, yeah. yeah read the transcript the trans the scrant they are saying the transcript did not show anything wrong so they're it's funny you look at watergate and Watergate, everyone was like, oh, Nixon didn't do anything wrong. Nixon didn't do anything wrong. And then the recordings came out, and they're like, oh, shit. And he re- he had to quit. Right, right. With this, it's he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. The transcript comes out, and they go, they go yeah, see, he didn't do anything wrong. It's very blatant that he was asking for a favor. And they are harping on the fact that he never explicitly said, if you do this favor for me, I will release the military funds that I am withholding because he did not explicitly say it. Oh, yeah, man. I think the guy definitely fucked up. It's just, I, I with how many other things he's done and, and how difficult it is to not just proceed with an impeachment but actually find somebody guilty because they haven't actually made an impeachment stick in the history of the country, you know? Well, well, I'm, I'm not saying this is going to bring him down. I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that it doesn't matter. The Republicans do not care how dirty he is. I'm oh, saying right. yeah, yeah. It, it's sticking. He did do it. It is unethical. It, it is illegal, but it's not going to bring him down. No, yeah, that's that's what I meant by sticking. I don't I don't think it's going to bring him down. I, I don't think the the impeachment's going to go through. I mean, unless unless they have this shit on like audio record, it, I, I think it's going to be a tough one. Just because he's he basically he fires everybody that doesn't just cover his ass in the in the in the FBI. You know what I mean in the, in the judicial system. And so I, I think if there was good enough evidence to really take him down. I, I think he probably got rid of it by now. I don't know if he got rid of the evidence because I, I listened to a news report, a long podcast about he, he tears up everything, uh, everything that the president touches, even like a children's letters to him from a school is supposed to go in his presidential record. They're not supposed to throw anything away. So I, I listened to a report. He, he tears everything up and then someone right. has to collect it tape it back together and give it to the presidential record. So he does try and destroy shit. But you know what they did with this one. You've heard, correct? They so you have two I'm going to I'm going to just dumb this down and get it wrong a little bit, but the overall sense everything I'm going to say is mostly true. They say they have two filing cabinets. They have the okay, this is the general, you know, president made a phone call uh, congratulating the guy on winning the election filing cabinet and this is the super secret uh, eyes only um, classified cabinet. Well, 
when they heard when when the people in the room and his aides heard what he said, they they all looked at one another. And even though it was supposed to be a congratulatory phone call to a um, the newly elected Ukrainian president, it went into the eyes only secret filing cabinet. So they knew there was something wrong immediately. If they were going to destroy something, they would have done it right there. Right. Yeah. But I, I'm saying I. I, I think they're good enough about either getting rid of that shit or just just something. Where I, I'm not saying they don't have separate cabinet, cabinets and shit. I think with something that could really get him in that much shit, they they will, will doctor it and do what they need to do. Um, I, I'm just kind of skeptical because if they impeach him and it doesn't go through, there's a good chance they just got him elected for another four years because they're going to be focused so much on that during the election that they're, they're not going to be hitting the issues as hard. I agree with that. I, I and as I said, I don't think this is going to bring him down. I don't think that anyone will impeach. Like the Congress might impeach him because the Democrats have the votes, and then it'll go to the Senate, and then the Senate will say "fuck you," because again, I don't think they need to doctor anything. The Republicans have circled the wagons. They have showed themselves to be the most morally bankrupt, ethically bankrupt politicians out there. And I'm not saying any politicians are not ethically bankrupt, but. I mean, like I said, last week, you and I were both saying, oh, uh, something else is happening. The Democrats are chicken little. The sky's falling again. This time we got him. Boy who cried wolf. This one, if they hadn't blown their wad on everything else, might be bigger. But I, I don't know what it's going to change. I don't think here, here's what I think that what's interesting about it is two things. One, a news story hit today that apparently. So to anybody that's listening that doesn't know, he was looking for dirt on Joe Biden's son. Uh, Joe Biden's yeah, son. Yeah, no, that to me was the craziest thing. He's like, this this crooked bastard, he put one of his kids in a business position where he was getting paid way too much money. Now, that's the kind of thing we can't have in this government. It's like, wait, uh, okay, I, I agree with you, but uh, it, like you do that more than anybody. It's... I, now I'm half expecting him during the election to be like, we need to check Elizabeth Warren's tax returns. She should be forced to show her tax returns. It's bullshit. She's not showing them. What? Yeah, I agree with you. It's 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 hilarious that you know he, he's complaining about nepotism when that is his life. He is a product of nepotism, and his kids have never done a right. goddamn thing. The thing I was going to say I found funny is that that was one of them. But the other is it the story just dropped today that he was trying to get dirt. Well, we knew he was trying to get dirt on Joe Biden's son uh, through Ukrainian business dealings. So the story that dropped today is he was told well before the phone call, like months and months ago from his uh, from Thomas P. Bossert, his first Homeland Security advisor, that there was nothing there. Like someone said, hey, did you hear about uh, Joe Biden's kin in the Ukraine? And Trump got all excited, like, ooh, ooh. this was before, um, this is months ago, and Trump got all excited, like, ooh, what can we do? And he was told, no, no, it's it's a nothing burger, there's no story there, there's no dirt on the Bidens, everything's above board. And yet here he is, several months later, he gets on the phone with the president and starts saying, hey, can you dig up dirt on this thing? And he's already been told by his own team, there is no dirt. The guy is fucking, it's amazing that he is, he, he is... He's worth studying because he is so stupid, and yet, look where he got. He is the president. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild, man. I mean, it. it you'd think if he had a little bit more of a lead, maybe he'd be pressing the guy more. But then again, 
I, I don't think it's that surprising just because the guy has no political experience. And I think we've talked about this before on here where um, I think he's so just sort of laid back with with policies involving other countries because he he just sort of in his mind, you know, he's used to dealing with companies. Right. Right. Not countries. I mean, yeah, companies in other countries, but still private entities. And and now it's public entities. And so he's just sort of talking with this guy like a, a another CEO of a company he's kind of friendly with or partnering with or whatever. And so or who yeah. he wants information from. Hey, let's right. do this. He's doing business dealings, but he doesn't understand the ethical violations at all. Right. And and that's he's he's we've seen him do this in the past, whether he's talking to uh, Kim Jong Il or Putin or, or any of these fucking guys where he, he'll get too friendly with the wrong kind of guys or and this. It, that's not the case here. It's, it's more just he's 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 being too informal. He's not following the guidelines enough to where it's like, oh, no, you're not just getting information from another company. You're sort of committing treason right now (laughs) like what are you you doing exactly and that's why it's sad to see the his fellow republicans say oh it's nothing it's nothing because they know full well that what he is doing is wrong and i hate to i i it, it we don't do it on this podcast we rarely do it i'm gonna pull it out just now if there was a a case of if Obama or a Democrat did it, if the Republicans found out Obama called another world leader and said, hey, can you dig up dirt on Lindsey Graham or McCain back in the day or uh, anybody, you know, oh, yeah. they, they, they would have their minds, lost man. their fucking shit. It would, I, mean, I mean, well, even even just like the connections to Russia, like they've. They've always talked shit about Russia, and now now it's it's their guy doing it, so it's a whole different ballgame. And and you know now this, and so we, I mean, I mean, if 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 they're gonna just completely turn the other cheek when it comes to like Russia, and and they're gonna turn a blind eye to that, then they're damn sure gonna do it to the to to Ukraine, the one that <laughs> that we're friendly with, and that you know was um, fighting with Russia, and that we're giving aid to. Yeah, they of course don't give a fuck about this. Well, I think it. Uh, every, Everyone uses this comparison, but I'm not sure if everyone understands how apt the comparison is. It really is 1984, where at any given point, the government says, we are at war with East Asia. We have always been at war with East Asia. Oh, we are at war with Oceania. We have always been at war with Oceania. And then just people are trained to, you know, oh, okay, they they never and that's what the Republicans did with Russia is Russia is the enemy Russia is the enemy Russia is the enemy Russia is our friend and and the, just no hint of irony no sense of as I've already said moral bankruptcy yeah they just it's it's a complete one eighty without even blinking yeah it's it's wild man like uh, it, it it's just still the the, the part about him. Going after the, uh, the 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 kids' business dealing—that that was what got me more than anything. Because I'm like, you would think if there was one area that he would just just for his own blatant self interest, for his own obvious self interest, you would think if there's one place he's like, listen, we should maybe um, turn a blind eye <laughs> to 
to business dealings involving our close family member? Like, you know, why would you want the government now looking into the business dealings of, of family members of politicians? You know, you're the worst one with that shit. Exactly. This is wild. It's, I mean, next next fucking election is going to be saying he's he's, he's going to be asking to see tax returns. He's going to be going. Oh, I heard that goddamn Cory Booker. Got pissed on by a Russian hooker. We cannot have someone in office with these types of allegations. It makes us look silly. I like your optimism that Cory Booker will make it much further than the next month or the next week. Oh yeah, you know he's he's definitely. Um, he couldn't hurt his chances anymore if he if he himself put a video of um, you know Russian hookers peeing on him on his Twitter. Um, I I don't think it would really lower his points much more than they already are. That is true. Alexa, shut up. I have no I mean, idea. I, you know, I kind of like Cory Booker, man. I, I think he, I think he sounds good, um, giving giving like speeches. He's he's great in debates. He's great at answering questions because you know he's got a lot of experience and shit. So you know. I got nothing against him. I remember I haven't I haven't thought it's in years. The way you just said he answers in debates, um, I think it it must have been in two thousand eight when Obama ran. Uh, I liked Bill Richardson. I think his name was the former governor of New Mexico because. There was a debate, and I remember, I don't remember what the question was, but it was a yes-no question, and uh, they asked Hillary Clinton, and she said, well, that's a good question, blah, 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 and didn't say a fucking thing. Then they asked Obama, and he did the same thing, and then they turned to Bill Richardson, and he said, no, and here's why. And I'm like, holy shit, a politician answering a question? I respected the shit out of him. I, I even... I kind of remember that I didn't agree with him, but I respected that he answered the question. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is so so many of them either they either do one of two things. They'll either give like a non-answer, or they'll do a thing to where it's like, oh, the environment. Let let me tie that back to my platform. That's mainly about guns. Right, <laughs> it's exactly. just like all right, what's well, this kind of fucking un, unrelated? But um, they'll they'll do that that thing. Like they'll have their main platforms. And let me tell you why the whole world is tied to this. It's kind of like how my my dad. I I'm sure we've talked about this before. He he works in a in a uh, printing factory for for business forms, and um, you would be shocked on how many different political issues he manages to somehow tie to people printing less of their um, pay stubs on paper, as opposed <laughs> to getting. I mean, so so much of it's tied to it, man. The environment, um, school shootings. It's 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 all tied to the goddamn pay stubs and him getting less overtime. Well, that makes sense. That makes nothing but sense. All right, yeah. let's transition to our other big story. I, I, I didn't know if, how much time I wanted to spend on the Trump thing since everyone else. Is, I just wanted to talk about it because we got it wrong. But this next one, this is huge here in Iowa. It's gone viral, but it's not making waves outside of Iowa that much. You know of it because you're from here. But uh, Carson King. Carson oh man, King. I loved this story and then hated this story and then loved it again. It's it's kind of crazy. It it took a, it took a whole full circle. But uh, go go on. Okay, I'm gonna go slow for listeners who might not be following. So, Carson King is a 24 year old guy here in Iowa. Uh, the big state rivalry, um, Iowa U- University of Iowa versus Iowa State. The college football rivalry happened. College game day came down from I can't remember if it's ESPN or the Big Ten Network, but either way, it made national. It made a national broadcast, 
and he held up a sign in the background of this nationally shown TV show that said, hey, I need to replenish my bush light supply. Here's my Venmo. And people started Venmoing him money. Not a lot, or a lot, but not, they, it was like, it got to six or $8,000, I forget which, and he made a statement that said, hey, you guys have sent me $8,000, that's insane. I'm going to buy a case of Bush Light and donate the rest to the University of Iowa Children's Hospital. And then it blew up. I mean, suddenly it was up to forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars. And when it got there, Venmo and Anheuser Busch both said, "We are going to match funds. Whatever he gets, we will match." Next thing you know, it was at three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So you multiply that by three, that's about a million dollars. And so the Des Moines Register said, "Wow, what a great young man! Let's write an article on him." They assign a reporter and. If you are a reporter writing a story about a young man who is 24 years old and is raising money for a children's hospital, the first thing you do is dig back eight years into his Twitter feed to find quotes from the TV show Tosh.0, a television show I must point out that is so offensive that it's still on the air today, eight years later. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say offensive? I meant popular and hilarious. So... They point out, hey, you have these old tweets that are racist and wrong and inappropriate, even though they're a TV show. And I, I haven't seen those tweets. I like that they, they went after the 16-year-old kid who grew up to be a 24-year-old saint and not the multi-millionaire who said that shit as an adult and got paid a lot of money to do it. As opposed to gave away a bunch of money, exactly. you know what I mean? To, to it's it's so fucking crazy. They didn't even go after Tosh for it. That's that's what's ridiculous to me. I'm not saying they should have, but no. goddamn. Well, and here's where it finishes. So the kid apologizes. He said, "Hey, I see these tweets. They're inappropriate. I feel horrible." And Anheuser Busch sees an out. They say, "Holy shit." We had no idea we were going to be in. Now, they don't say this. This is what they're thinking. They say, this kid is inappropriate. We do not associate with tweets like these. So they just pull their support. They say, we will donate $350,000, but we're done. Well, now it's up to $2 million. And so I think Anheuser-Busch, they just saw all this money rolling in that they said they'd match. And, and they saw they're out, and they ran with it. They said, fuck this. We're gone. So then, in the best twist ever, the reporter who dug into those tweets, the reporter who said, wow, I'm doing a fluff piece on this nice guy. Let me dig eight years into his Twitter feed. People uncovered racist tweets from him, and he got fired. Cancel culture got canceled. To me, this is like the Me Too movement, which is a good movement and deserve it, and I hope is still going strong. But for a while, it was a little unchecked, and someone went too far with Aziz Anasari and said, ooh, even if you have a bad date, now that's me too. And everybody stepped in, women stepped in, feminists stepped in and said, no, 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 you're losing focus on what me too is. I am hoping with this bullshit, stupid cancel culture that that is this moment where you take I, a I guy— I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I'm calling I've, false I've equivalency. It, this would be like if that happened with Aziz Ansari— and then it turned out that the lady who wrote the article about Aziz Ansari was the same lady that was procuring kids for Jeffrey Epstein. You know, like that would be, that would be how fucked up this guy is. Right. And, 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 like I get it. He's doing it either because a he's a sociopath or b 
that's maybe just the way they train journalists to well, do what, things. Okay, I was just going to say, we need to be culture. clear. You're talking about the journalist now. We need, you said this guy. I want to be clear. We're this talking, guy, the journalist. What's this yeah. guy's name? Calvin Allen, something like that? Let me quick get his name. Aaron Calvin, it? I think. Yeah. Aaron Calvin. I can't find it. I don't have... Yeah, Aaron Calvin. You are correct. So, Aaron Calvin. Aaron Calvin sounds like the name of a douchebag. How do you even fucking hire a guy with that name? Of course he did something douchey. What are you doing? Well, anyway, you... you I have not seen his his things, but you have. You said they're worse. He's dropping like the n bomb. Oh and, yeah, and, and like not even like his jokes, man. But like doing the oh why can't how come black people can say it but I can't and just just all kinds of shit, man. Yeah, it was like, dude, what are you? And you know, I'm not I'm not saying you should necessarily be using words like that in jokes, but at least you know, with one, it was you were trying to be funny, even if it wasn't, even if you fucked up or whatever. But like. <laughs> that's kind of different between between that and like here's here's my scathing thing I'm just gonna say about another race of people like that's fucking crazy. Well, it makes me think of, and I hate to defend this guy because I think he's an asshole, but Papa John the pizza guy, um, right? Yeah, yeah. He was an asshole that when Obamacare came out, he said, "Well, that's gonna make me charge twenty five cents more for pizza. That's bullshit." And it's like people showed pictures of his enormous multi million dollar mansion. Uh, and right, right. it's one of those things where if you put it out to a consensus, who would not pay 25 cents more for a pizza in order to give health care for people? I would. And you say, hey, our pizzas, you put, take out an ad, like this advertising blitz during the NFL. Our employees deserve health care. So we're charging 25 cents more for your pizza to take care of Americans. Hard work. It's, it's not like that's a lot on, on the total cost right. of a whole pizza. So you know? he's a dick. But if you remember, he got in trouble and he was... He was on a phone call with his crisis management team because that's a thing where there there are people, publicists who image control. Yeah, and yeah. He, he said, "How am I in trouble for what I do?" Um, Colonel Sanders didn't get in trouble for anything he did. He dropped the N bomb like nobody's business, except he said the N word. He said Colonel Sanders said, Ugh. and so his crisis management team reported him and said we can't work with someone that uses that kind of language and while i'm not even using the word here it wasn't like papa john you know what that sounds like to me that sounds like he he wasn't getting his crisis management team enough money and they were like fuck this man not only are we not going to manage this as crises we're going to make a brand new crisis and we're 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 going we're going rogue (laughs) we're 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 creating crises now we're we're the dr kevorkian of crisis management we are going to fucking take out we're we're going to unmanage your crises that is a great way of looking at it. I mean, so I'm not trying to defend it, but I get what, like, he was just inappropriate in a moment. He, moment, he wasn't out there dropping right, the right. M-bomb frequently. Yeah. He dropped it in a pointed way that it and turns out. And he was quoting he, someone should, else. Yeah, right, yeah, he shouldn't have done it. But went, and so where was I going with this? I mean, I'm we, not saying you should run around saying it when quoting somebody, but we are on a private fucking phone call and you're, you're just getting a point across and you're like, you're quoting right. a guy. That's a little bit different than, you know, running around fucking yelling it at people, but that's, but so there, it's funny. You know, oh, that's what you were saying is, so you have this Carson King who, as you say, saint, he's like, you know what? He could have just taken $8,000. He could have taken $8,000 and put it in his bank account, made a car payment, bought a used car, who knows what? 
he made a statement. He said, wow, I would have done I it. Yeah, I, I, I don't consider myself a terrible person. I would have done it the other way. What I would have done is I would have uh, kept 8000 sorry, no, uh, $7,980, and I would have sent the Children's Hospital one case of Bush Light. That's the way I would have done it. <laughs> right. I wouldn't exactly. have given him nothing, but I would have given me significantly more. So the whole point is, uh, this it, this reporter, Aaron Calvin, thinks it's okay to search into this guy's Twitter history, and then that's... Uh, why would your mind ever go there? So instead of writing this... that You have to vet him or something? He's not... A, I mean, even if you do find those tweets, apparently he still could be president, because what are you vetting him for? All bets are off today. And it's funny that, yeah, you find this guy that's donating now fact, $2 million. I'll, I'll give, I'll, I will give you a, a comparison that I don't think is a false equivalence. Go the, for it. The reporter who did that shit to the, um, the, the, the Bush light guy is sort of like, let's say you had a guy in, in an office that was like the top office, and he had a bunch of shady kids, and he did a bunch of shady business <laughs> deals. And he put his shady-ass kids in, 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 in charge of some of these shady-ass business deals. And then he was talking to a guy in a place, I don't know, let's say Ukraine, and he was like, hey, uh, find out shady business shit that this guy might have been doing with um, his one kid. And, uh, it, oh, oh, my kids, oh, yeah, no, I, I know they're doing shady business deals with you right now. No, 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 I, I was asking about this guy's shady business deals with his kids. It's, it, it boggles the mind, and oh, you want to talk about false equivalencies. I just thought of this. I'm, I'm going to go sideways with it. I'm still on topic, but the thing with, so I said it's huge here in Iowa, because everybody's rallying around Carson King and saying, hey, hey, Des Moines Register, how dare you? What were, what were you thinking? Right, yeah. Why would you ever do this? I mean, there's no point in bringing up these tweets from when he was 16, especially when he was quoting a TV show. It's not like he was, like your reporter. What's funny is, again, the difference. He's quoting a comedy TV show. Is there anyone that's anti that guy in Proton Women? Is, is there any like crazy douchebags out there going, Yes. Those kids would rather die of cancer than get paid by a guy who quotes Daniel Tosh. Okay, well, no. Um, but yes, uh, when you were asking if there are any guys that are out there, that's where I was going with this, is false equivalency. So everybody is angry at the Des Moines Register and this reporter, and I believe rightfully so, except there are a couple super woke people on Facebook. And I have seen this post going around that says, oh, sure, you're all angry because Carson King is got exposed. But where were you last year when this illegal immigrant uh, from Iowa got deported by ICE? You're all racists. You're only rallying around Carson King because he is white. You let the Hispanic fellow last year get deported and there was no outrage. And I'm like, holy shit, that is the worst comparison I have ever read in my life. Yeah, it's not because he was Hispanic. It's because it didn't happen at a football game. If it happened at a football game, it might be a little bit different. People pay attention (laughs) to football. Well, I I just had a thought right now. I did not plan this. I had, well, I, I did have one thought. I'm going a different way. I'll explain the thought I did have. Um, last year, if you remember, I can't remember her name. I feel horrible. Was it Molly Tibbs? There was an Iowa girl that was murdered by an illegal immigrant. So, oh, that's what you should answer the, those people with. It's like, hey, where were you when Molly Tibbs was stabbed by that guy's cousin? You don't no, give a fuck about was, Molly Tibbs. I was just going to say it probably would not be the best time, even though she herself, her family said, look, she was not a racist. She would not want anybody attacking illegal immigrants. Well, no, no. For what one fucking guy did. Yeah. 
yeah, her parents said, we do not blame illegal immigrants on what happened. This was one individual. However, I'm saying overall the mood of the country, not the best time to step forward right after someone's been killed and say, no, no. I mean, you don't go with mob mentality, but I'm saying it would have been difficult to go against the grain. Plus, I'm also saying that there was a bigger news story than someone you'd never heard of getting deported. It was right, someone yeah, yeah. got murdered. That is a bigger story. The outrage was on murder, not someone you never heard of getting deported. I don't oh, know. The man. other way I was going to go with it is, yeah. um, oh, that 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 the ice story. And I'm not saying this is correct. I'm not saying I that this is how I feel. I'm not saying anyone should feel this way. But deportations have been in the news a fucking lot. And at some point, it is like Chinese water torture where it just becomes static. Hey, you mean Asian-American water torture. What the (laughs) fuck, man? I'm not trying to one day get kicked off of Saturday Night Live because you're you're, you're throwing out fucking water torture stereotypes and shit. I was just going to make the same joke. China, I love your water torture. (laughs) I'm like this fucking I was just going to say that this is the podcast that's going to keep me from Saturday Night Live. Someone will dig up that, me saying Chinese water. I'm just saying that, um, yeah, that this is a new and different news story. Deportations, as I'm not saying it's right, but they've run their course. People are burned out. People like the shiny object. They like new and different, and this is new and different. Well, because this this was a national news story. It's like, well, okay, what about a lady who was just killed in a car accident yesterday because of def- you know faulty air? Like, it's there's just there's some shit that it's not everything that happens is not going to be a national news story. It's just this thing went viral, you know? Exactly. And that's the thing is there is no rhyme or reason to what goes viral. Here, I'll make this personal. I will make this personal. Um, The week before Carson King held his sign up and went viral, the Saturday before that happened, I had my 10th annual Comedy for Charity show. And for several weeks leading up to it, I begged every newspaper, every local newspaper, every local TV show for coverage, and only one kind reporter took me up on it. I would say that in 10 years, we've raised $20,000. We're trying to do good for survivors of pediatric cancer this year, and I got zero coverage. And a week later, a kid holds up a sign asking for beer money, and now he's a celebrity. There you go. I could bitch about that. I could say, oh my God, that's not fair. It's just the way life is. He did something quirky. It went viral. I mean, I'm not out there posting memes like this other person saying, oh, sure, this guy gets all the attention, but I'm trying to do good, too. That's how stupid it looks when you say, oh, sure, you're angry because everybody is uh, is, is piling on Carson King. But what about right, this right. other person? It, it's, it's a false equivalency. Life just happens. It's yeah. random. It's it's not fair for them to, to point that out about the guy getting deported, just like it's not fair for me to point out that um, Carson got a million dollars for a children's hospital, and that guy that got deported, I don't think he even gave any money to that fucking hospital, huh? What about what that guy? What that guy is. How what dare he? That's why yeah. we deported him. We, we yeah. asked him for money for a children's hospital. All right, let's start wrapping this His up. exact answer was Carson King could eat a dick. And it was weird because it was like uh, six months before that. We were like, well, he's just a time traveler that hates sick kids, you know? A time traveler that instead of buying a winning lottery ticket just insulted a future hero. It made no sense. Yeah, it was the wild... I was, I, dude, you wasted a time machine and you're a dick. <laughs> well, let's go out on a light note. This was... This might be the stupidest story I've ever read, but I just wanted to touch on it in passing. I don't even really have any jokes for it. Um, 
I, you know how sometimes there's, not sometimes, a lot of times there's a clickbait headline, and then when you click on it, the actual headline is different? Oh, sure, yeah. I don't remember what made me click this, but the actual headline for the story is just beautiful. Um, everyone knows about Uber and Airbnb. Well, this was another app that was supposed to revolutionize the world. Dog walking startup app WAG raised $300 million to unleash growth. Then things got messy. And the story literally is... Turns out a reporter from the Des Moines Register dug through their Twitter account, and God damn it, can they never have any money again. <laughs> but the story is about someone that said, hey, uh, we have Uber and ride-sharing. Why don't we... We have dog walkers. People have dogs, and they need people to walk their dog when they're at work. I'm going to create an app that has people that own a leash hook up with people that have a dog... I need $300 million in seed money, and they got it. People invested $300 million. It's wild, in a, it, it makes me think of that Theranos lady, the, the lady that lied about blood sample testing. Yeah, yeah. At least she had scientists or like something noble going on where she's like, no, no, I'm a scientist. This is blood testing. And people might go, oh, shit, this is over my head. Here, take money. Someone Turns out the people that this guy was claiming were dog walkers were really more cat people, you know? It's like they, they weren't going to be able to help you at all. Well, to me, it's just a version of the Nigerian prince thing. Like, if you invest in my dog walking app, you will get your money back tenfold. And Yeah, this, I, this, was a, this is such a shittier, like, because at least the Nigerian prince thing is a grand story. This is like getting an email from a Nigerian comptroller. Um, asking you for your bank accounts, <laughs> and you just kind of went along with it. Exactly. And I, I've and never I, known a Nigerian comptroller to not tell the truth. I'm, 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 I'm giving him my fucking bank accounts. <laughs> I don't really want to go into more detail because it's just stupid. There were celebrities investing in this, and it's a fucking dog walking app. I mean, maybe the celebrities are that so far removed from life that they think, oh yes, when when every when modern Americans, when when average everyday Americans are off um, you know, on location, they need someone to walk their dog. I should throw a hundred thousand dollars at this. Just the stupidest thing I'd ever read. Three hundred we need to invent an app, Jake. I don't know what yeah. our app will be, but we'll we won't get greedy. We will only ask for one hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. I was trying to figure out in there, did it say, were these mostly big donations? Or were they getting like lots of little donations? How the fuck do you get that much money for a goddamn dog walking app? It, it doesn't really say, I mean, it's a huge article, so I didn't really read it beyond the celebrity part where I'm like, okay, it, there's a Q&A, they're, they're, they're talking business expansion. They just must have had a really good snake oil salesman selling this fucking thing. Yeah, that's wild, man. So, listeners, um, Jake and I do not know what our app is going to be, but when we do, all we will need is $100 million. We're not greedy. We are not $300 million greedy. Only $100 million. So we will ask you for your investments as soon as we come up with our app. And most importantly, um, we don't have any Janiel Tosh jokes in, in our Twitters uh, that, that we retweeted. So we're not going to get fucking uh, railroaded by the Des Moines Register. Hopefully not. No promises. All right, kids. Thanks for listening. Visit jakevevra.com. Visit nathantimmel.com. Uh, tweet us offensive Tosh.0 jokes so that we see them and are guilty by association and it ruins our careers. Um, yeah. And thanks for listening and 
Tell your friends to listen to us, share the podcast, and write nice reviews about us. All right. Bye-bye. Later. Later.